0: yeah all right well there it is. we're going in a new format in a new way with a new uh, podcast
1: <laughs> new uh, friend of the friend of the show longtime uh, longtime supporter one in day ones I guess we could say um, the man the myth the legend Mitchell Bossy, welcome on to the show
2: thank you gentlemen hold the applause for the end
1: oh they will yeah, anyway.
2: <laughs> uh, it's, it's not like i've been you know fucking supporting your fucking podcast for, since day one
1: yeah for so yeah i mean you've uh you've been there you you were there at the start um it's about time we got you on the on the show i guess
2: i am glad to be here we'll
0: have a good time is this technique is this our first guest yes it is our first guest <sighs> oh, Pan-
1: look, at interaction. look at that so big ups to the boys for that one. There we go. Proud of y'all. All right. Well, big I moves. guess first we can go to Bryce himself. Ask him what he remembers from yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: shotgunning a beer before we walked to the city. That's pretty much it. That's about it, huh? Then I guess getting kicked in my knee. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> that happened. That happened. I, I do remember that.
3: You probably see that footage on fan reacts. I, I was I was at work and I was like walking because I deliver packages, right? So I was walking. And I'm like, damn, my knee hurts. <laughs> <laughs> which, some,
1: which
0: knee? Which knee? My left. No, I kicked your right one. I don't
1: know. They both. Yeah, hurt. They, you probably connected <laughs> with them both, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know who did connect? Cara and uh, Andres.
2: Yo, yo, Perea connected on a different level.
1: Yeah, that was a uh, that was a banger, certified banger for sure. That thirty yards outside the box, you know, it's, took the touch one time, and I think we all screamed at him to take it, but none of us actually expected him to take it. No. Um, not mad. Not mad at all.
0: Oh, you see what happens when you actually shoot outside of the box.
1: When you when you're given the opportunity and you take it, it's crazy, right?
0: Okay,
1: yeah. I'm good. I'm okay gag over there. I was yawning. I didn't want to yawn on the Well, I mean, gagging. Speaking of gagging, look at the Speds kit that this guy's got on.
0: Little kit.
1: How you feel? How you feeling that today after uh, De Bruyne? I so.
2: I, I I was wearing this shirt for the game and I. Honestly, I I thought to myself, am I really going to waste my time watching this game? And I I said yes, because through thick and thin. Yeah, I'll watch the games. And there was about a three-minute period after I think it was Donker scored that uh, beautiful uh, counter goal where I was like, we could play for a tie here. And then, you know.
1: (laughs) City did city things
2: that was uh terrifying
0: um yeah uh i think what was even more terrifying was de bruyne doing the early early holland celebration
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> is that, then um, it's just like, the realization that this is what we're going to have to deal with for the next five years
0: in <sighs> four and then now you have to worry about early holland coming in and doing the same thing on top of that um but that's kind of besides the point. We are wearing an ugly kit. Kanata's also wearing an ugly kit. It's, uh, it's not a bad-looking
2: kit. But...
1: It's, no, it's just...
2: <laughs> Don't, Hey, next time I'll wear my uh, blue and white one. Uh,
3: the Hawaiian yeah, yeah, shirt reject. Yeah, the, uh,
1: <laughs> the sundress. <laughs> hey, look at this guy. Oh, is it Chiefy? Yeah, Chiefy. Come on. Hop up. There oh. he is. Hey. hey. That's nice shot to everybody? <laughs> Let's see what's up to everybody.
2: I, I got Axel running around here somewhere, too.
1: Yeah, so uh, sorry just to comment on my kid. It's a, it's a little preview for the North London Derby tomorrow. A huge I'll game. I think that's something that we all can get behind. Fuck Spurs.
0: And you guys. Fuck Arsenal. No? Yeah.
1: Well, mostly sure. Fuck Spurs, but you guys are a close second behind them. So.
0: Yeah, we need a draw from both of you. That would be very nice.
1: We'll see, but uh, back to the uh, matters at hand, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The 2-1 victory over the Union. That was a uh, bounce-back win we needed, and I think it was you, Zach, that said it to me after the game where you said, that really shows how important Robin Johnson is to mm-hmm. our team. And I was like, I can agree with that 100%, honestly. I think, especially in this situation we're in right now, it's very evident. We had Antonio Carlos in there. I think we would be able to manage like we're managing with Robin in there. But yeah. having both of them out just shows that you know Schlegel and and Thomas Williams. No matter how much respect we have for both of them, the combo does not work right now.
0: Yeah, you need someone with a, that leadership <laughs> role in there and just the experience. Yeah, uh, Schlegel is 25, but he doesn't have that uh, experience and or like leadership quality as of right now. Um, So for for him to be paired with a 17-year-old Thomas Williams,
3: Mm -hmm.
1: uh,
0: not really the best interest for our defense. So getting um, one of our – well, I say one of our better center backs, but both of our starting center backs are some of the highest quality MLS.
1: Mm -hmm. Getting one of them back was very nice. That's huge. It's like you said, that leadership quality. And it's like Gavin said um, after the watch party that – typically when you play four at the back, you have one that steps, one that sweeps. Um, Schlegel has always been that guy that steps, and Thomas was expected the guy to, to be the guy to come by behind and sweep, and expecting a 17-year-old to do that is not necessarily probably in our best interests. and asking Schlegel to do that is not in his play style per se. So, you know, it, it just was not a good pairing for us, but we had to do what we had to do, and seeing Johnson come back in the team, especially on his 100th, you know, two big accomplishments yesterday, Robin with his 100th and uh, Mason getting engaged after the game, big ups to the lad, money mace, money mace.
0: Uh, Mace 2.0.
1: You're just lucky. I'm even saying that. So, (laughs) but yeah, money mace 2.0 has himself a stellar game and, uh, bags himself uh, his uh, lady after
0: yeah so. I'm sure there was no complaints from him I, I <laughs> we were outside setting up fan reacts but I saw I've seen a bunch on Twitter that he made like a a game winning
1: save I don't a, know it was on the last play so, yeah. yeah last play of the game I saw yeah I,
2: can, yeah I can I can speak to that like it was a I think it was a I, it was a set piece I can't remember if it was a free kick or a corner but uh I mean, ball was headed down into the ground, uh, kind of in that awkward place for a goalkeeper. And he did a really good job of just smothering it, getting on top of it. And seconds later, the ref blew the whistle. So,
0: Well, there you go. Big ups to the lot. He's come in and, and played that backup role really well. Um, I was unfortunately only able to catch 20, 25 minutes of the match. Um, he really didn't catch any of the match. <laughs> And uh, Kanata had to leave with me early to set up fan react. So you were truly the only one that was able to sit there and watch the full 90 minutes mm-hmm. of the match. Um, do you want to give us your 90-minute breakdown throughout the match?
2: I'll even I'll even give a slight nod to something that happened right before the match. Uh, I think Robin Johnson has a Twitter account that he follows some stuff and he sees some stuff. He at least sees some stuff. Because right before the game, uh, Right before the game, uh, the Philadelphia Union uh, tweeted out uh, yeah. uh, a, a picture of Robin and said, uh, Mom, can we get Jacob Glessness, whoever the fuck that is? Uh, and, and Mom goes, no, we have Jacob Glessness at home, and Robin Yansen is supposedly the Jacob Glessness at home. I believe Jacob Glessness is the one that ha- would have gotten the assist for that Andres Perea goal. Um, so... Union, you can fuck right off. Uh, Robin definitely uh, was the best center back out there. Um, I would say, even so, going into the match, uh, first probably 30 minutes, it was a game in the midfield. Like, it didn't really look like it, it looked like uh, Orlando was getting the better of it, but at the same time, no no, 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 don't do this to me. Yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look, hey, hey, I, I, we're figuring this out. I'm learning with you guys. Um, no, uh, it looked like we were getting the better of that run of play, and then, uh, but we weren't really creating too many chances. Like there was, there was an off chance every now and then, um, but the. Big part was that because of our defense, they really didn't have anything that scared us uh, in the first half. Really, Um, we came out, uh, we came out of the uh, half, and we looked like we looked a lot better. We looked a lot more confident going forward. I don't know what the halftime adjustments were, but they were definitely to get the ball into the box or get the ball into dangerous areas and. Suddenly we were getting into dangerous areas and shooting and scoring. And our goals came in within like three, four minutes of each other. Um, We looked good. Union looked really demoralized. Um, They looked really like they needed something, which they did after that. Um, I think the only reason that they even got their second goal was because when we... Uh, they got a set piece free kick, and as soon as it was drawn, we made like two or three subs, and there was just kind of visible confusion over who was covering who, and then uh, one of their guys got a free header, and it, it was a good shot. Uh, nothing really Mason could have done about it, uh, but it was I think it was that overall confusion that led to that goal and then but then from then on we just kind of possessed the ball well wait like not wasted time but consumed the time like we did a good job of controlling the game and then we got to the end and i <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> ah whatever next time i'm just sitting in darkness
1: well i mean- but
2: uh yeah but then at the end of the game they put on the boosters and uh, Union put on the boosters, got a couple of attempts, and now they're out.
1: Okay, that's that. Um, I can definitely see what you're saying and get along with mo- with what you're saying. Halftime, we saw that um, not a sub adjustment per se because we didn't see anybody come on, but we saw a tactical adjustment and just us uh, like doubling down in what we were doing. <clears throat> And really allowing us to play through Pato in the midfield because we saw yeah. Urso playing that right wing spot um, this week. So Pato was playing in the midfield alongside Andres and both of them were playing that number eight role. So they were playing off of each other and we were really were allowing Pato to be creative and get forward and, and do things on the ball. So I like that. It, it looked good. Was Pato playing
0: out right? And then did, junior like drop into the middle because on football it's a four two three one with Pato as the cam and then Urso outright. It looked like we were
2: kind of just overloading the right side.
1: It was – I mean, at many points in that game, I felt like it was a 4-3-3 three, three, with Urso playing that right wing spot actually and Pato dropping into the midfield. Heard. Where Araujo was sitting at that six and the other two were more advanced.
0: Yeah, so just more tactical play around, I guess you could say, by Poppy or the formation, trying to find stuff that works and getting players that need to rest, rest. Yeah, I can say he did it yeah. for sure.
1: Yeah,
0: it worked. We got a win over one of the best teams in the league, um, albeit not their starting 11, but it wasn't really our true starting 11 either. Um, so can't complain.
2: I would say no. both teams did the same thing where – they didn't put their necessarily be- their best eleven out there, but by the end of the game, most of the best eleven had been in the game.
3: Mm.
2: Like they subbed on Kai Wagner, Wagner, whatever the hell his name is. Um, they subbed on the Gleznis idiot. That's the Walmart brand, Robin, Robin Yansen Like they got their guys out there. It's just they couldn't. By the time that they did, the game was already in a state where it wasn't to be won for them.
3: I got a question for you guys. Hmm. How did you like uh, seeing Mikey Holiday for the
1: first time this season? Definitely was his first minutes. You could tell it was his first minutes. Um, Some nervy moments out there. He's a young kid. You know what I mean? You can't take too much away from him. Um, But I liked him. I've always liked him out there. I mean, he's he's a kid with a lot of pace. He's got a high work rate, and he's he's got a decent foot to put a ball in a box. But it takes time. It takes minutes for us to see the best Mikey, and I don't think we saw that yesterday, but we saw a good version of him for his first minutes. Yeah. You
0: can't expect a 19-year-old kid to come in and play, uh, like, really, really well. I feel like we kind of did that with Thomas Williams in Montreal. yeah. And- obviously he didn't have the best game no one really had a good game so for us to try to do that same thing with him and he performed me i think it's a 6-9 a on football as a final rating so he, terrible you just kind of had a game right so you can't expect the best <coughs> or,
1: Excuse me. you
0: went out you went out there and just kind of put in the a, a strip.
1: yeah well i feel like a, a right back too especially you get you have a very Tough job defensively. You're you're going up against teams with left wingers, who most of the time is their best dribbler on the ball player. You know what I mean? So that statistically can take away a, a, a from you. Excuse me when you're you're losing duels and stuff like that. So I think we saw that a couple of times. Him being young, you know what I mean? Just trying to use his pace to compensate for things, but definitely not mad at him. Definitely want to see more minutes from the kid.
0: So did he have that same role as Ruan would normally have as like he was told to get up the to get up the field too?
1: Yeah, he was he was full length of the pitch up and back. He sure. was getting into the final third, you know what I mean? Mm. There was a lot of times where he, he had space, you know, in the final third, but that ball over the top or down the line just had a little too much on it and he couldn't get there. So, so I, I would say overall
2: I would say overall, we did want him to play the Huan role. And I think ultimately he can and he will. Um, I am very excited for the day that we get both of them in their best forms on the the pitch together. But I would say that there was that indecisiveness from him. Like he was just like, he got to the points that he was really there. And Mm -hmm. um, there was just... Maybe it was a lack of confidence. Maybe it was a lack of, hey, I haven't played in a minute. Uh, like, if we if we can get him some playing time, I think uh, through the, I think we should continue playing him throughout the Open Cup.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, let him be that guy, and uh, yeah, we can. I I want to see him progress. I think he's got it. Um, I think that he and Thomas Williams could be very good for us for a very long time.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're definitely some solid foundational pieces for us moving forward. They're guys that we can hope to have in our team for years to come and, you know, build in future around them. But I definitely, I def, like I said, I like the kid. I definitely want to see more minutes from him in the Open Cup. And uh, now, especially knocking out Philly, I think the Open Cup is what we really need to put our, our chances in, in soberware this year.
0: Mm-hmm. I said it, I think a couple of us said it on the podcast like 10 episodes ago. And this is a trophy that we have a decent shot at winning. We have knocked Philly out. We can prove that even with not our starting 11, we can beat good teams. Mm-hmm. It continues this way. Maybe we get some favorable draws. Um, I guess we'll find out tomorrow who we draw in the next round. But we have three, three
1: more games, maybe four. Nothing. Yeah, we're into the round of 16 now, right? Yeah, yeah we're, in the,
2: the, we're in the final sixteen, and honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at drawing Miami. I think they're, <laughs> they, I mean, they won three-one oh, against
1: some sorry club. Was it South yeah. Georgia,
2: Florida,
0: or something? Yeah, it's
1: it was. Not, like not big, only did we uh, respect the third-tier American team, but
0: <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Well, I don't think we hit on the open cup match enough. We're about twenty minutes in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you else to say no?
3: No. I'm just saying we we have four games to win a trophy. Yeah. get into uh what do we call it? Champions League over here.
0: Yeah. So
3: why not though all all we can at
0: the next four games? All right, then that's actually one more thing that I had to say. I know it's not likely to happen, but what would happen if a USL like lead two side managed to win the US Open Cup and we saw them like they're oh. still getting a bid to the Champions League, right?
1: Champions League. <laughs> yeah, they got I'm it. In.
0: All in. <laughs> All right. I guess that's how I...
1: – Hey, that's uh, that's how we're going to do it. We're going to be the first team to ever come through the USL League 3 Premier Division or whatever it is.
3: Tigres at Redbug Lake
1: Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we'll win the AMC, Open Cup. baby. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll win the Open Cup, and we'll go on to play in the uh, Coffee Cup Champions League. Yeah. Okay. And, and know that we have no shot of winning it, so we just play injure with house every, money. Uh, injure everybody on Pumas or whoever we play.
0: I think that's that's the end all be all of all the Open Cup talk right there. So we're gonna start going into our Toronto preview. Toronto, I believe, is sitting second or third to last. Um, In the Eastern Conference right now, they are in 12th, putting them in uh, third to last, only in front of Chicago sitting at 10 points and Miami sitting at 10 points, Toronto sitting at 11, tied with New England, which has kind of been a surprise this year. Um, But Kanata, you were rattling off stats before we got in here, just kind of like where they place um, in each of those stats in the league. And it's not a great site they're, like their defensive stats were high mm-hmm. but i think that's just because they get out possessed and dominated through every single game so they're going to have more clearances they're going to have more saves and all that stuff um but then one of the other stats that was surprising to me is they have the the league's highest score in jesus jimenez so has mm-hmm. seven goals currently is one assist seven goals um so i guess he's been able to produce but even Alejandro Pezuelo, um hasn't been the same this year, and I, I, Toronto just isn't uh,
1: great. No, so we're seeing a, a much more defensive style from Toronto, like you said, um, looking at the stats and stuff like that, but also looking at their possession stats. They kind of average around that 50% mark, so it's not like they're just getting out-possessed per se outright. I think they're not possessing the ball in the right parts of the field. Um, they're sitting back a lot more. They're allowing teams to establish higher lines on them. And when they're winning back possession, it's not in the final third because they were ranked you know, second to last in the entire league in that statistic. So, um, But like you said, Jimenez is, is doing work for them. He is their only bright spot to say, um, like you said, uh, what's his name from last year. Pizzuelo. Yeah, Pizuelo only has three assists on the year. Um, we're going into week 11 now, 12. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not an
0: awful static like we're saying
1: decent, But,
0: like, yeah.
1: You well, what he was team. last year, yeah. you're expecting a lot more from him. And seeing the goals from Jimenez, you know what I mean? You would expect more assists from their guy.
0: Mm-hmm. So just looking at uh, Toronto's 2-0 loss, to Cincinnati, it was played in Cincinnati on whoscored.com. Their their match report. Uh, is
1: <laughs> I love this. I love this website. I just have to say, <laughs>
0: is stole the ball often from the opposition. So uh, I'm guessing, taking a guess here, that was just them being able to sit back defensively, yeah. <laughs> to win the ball uh, in their own defensive third. Uh, their weaknesses. There's only one. Again, they were poor at finishing hence losing 2-0. Um, and then their play styles. It says favored long shots and had a high shot frequency when in possession. So... I
2: think I think I know what could have led to that. Now, it might just be me. It could have also been the six-minute red card that uh, Toronto got.
0: Yeah, that was also a factor. But I, looking at all of the other uh, matches, yeah, mm-hmm. they have like, what, at least like 59% possession, something higher. Yeah. Um they're just not a great team going forward
1: no yeah they're not they don't have a lot going forward right now in their attack even you know just just maintaining a good possession not just having possession of the ball i mean we call for that a lot of the time with us at orlando we feel like we just need a string of just good passes and then we can move the ball forward we feel like we're just trying to do too much too quickly I feel like they're just trying not to do anything throughout the entire 90 and they're just hoping for somebody else to make a mistake. A lot like what Charlotte played when they played against us. They were very passive and they were waiting for the mistakes to be made to open opportunities up for them rather than creating their own.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, That's kind of what we need. We need a, our way for him, to get back on base. Mm-hmm. Especially after last, well, I guess we just we're going Canada. Then we came back to Orlando,
1: and now we're going right, back. We're going back up to Canada. Um, so not
0: easy. Yeah, uh, but damn Canadians. <laughs> um, I think this will be an easy. Not to to jinx this, but like it'll be an easier place to play than an in for a Montreal in Montreal. Um, Toronto's lost four on the spin in their mm. last five, and they haven't scored a goal in their last two. So. This would be a another like we just say every game is a bounce back game now because it seems we're like I hate to say it we're kind of turning into Tottenham where we're going great win terrible no. loss great win terrible loss
3: motherfucker um, don't ever
0: Paris <laughs> <ever laughs> that shit, shit I'll do whatever I want um, <laughs> <laughs> we we need this to be a bounce back game in the league we just had one in the Open Cup. But we need three points badly right now, or we're going to keep falling down the table and hopefully not out of the playoff spot.
3: So, yeah. what hearing is no rotation. Uh, field our best 11. Yeah. I
1: mean, we rested for Open Cup, so there's yeah. no reason not to.
2: Yeah.
3: I like it. Insane. Yeah. yeah. Something has happened is, is a win. We yeah, need me
2: How will we ever solve the riddle that is. I think the Toronto starting center back that is Shane O'Neill.
0: Yeah. He won a trophy or two in Seattle. He didn't.
1: <laughs> Seattle did. <laughs> he happened to be on the
3: field when um, it was won.
1: What's the uh, bald heads guy's name? Michael Bradley. Michael Bradley.
2: That bald-headed fuck.
1: That's what his yeah. name is. Not the, the prior. <laughs> Just bald headed puck.
3: Oh, oh, heard, heard, heard. Gotcha.
1: (laughs) Well, hopefully uh, he doesn't do anything. He shouldn't, but you know. (laughs) What
0: is he? He's going to be 36 now?
1: Orlando City, very Orlando City fashion to let the 36 year old have a 30 yard banger on us. 34. My bad.
0: Still market value,
1: 1.2 mil. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Transfer markets cracked out. Confir- <laughs> that's Confirmed live.
2: Look, look, right now in this economy, all the prices are inflated. Like.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that would have to put Cesar Araujo at like 7 mil.
1: Yeah, for real.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a guy that we could continue seeing good games from. And uh, maybe we see him kind of in that – Pivot roll again. Just the the one pivot instead of two because he plays really well in that. He's a guy that could control the game against Toronto, especially if we're going to try to dominate possession. If mm-hmm. they try to counter on us, he could have another big game uh, breaking up the counters with Robin back there.
1: Yeah, I think we see that normally in the, the style we play where he does sit more centrally, but it's truly establishing him as that one sole pivot. Was nice. He did. I mean, he does the dirty work week in and week out. And giving him the ability to use his ability, live, you know, his long passing range and his vision to try to start counters was was a good option. I really liked it. Is he
0: still sitting on four yellow cards? Is he chilled no. out? No. Is he only got the He's
1: yet? been on that for He's he's chilled out, yeah. but but yeah. he needs to get it over with.
0: Yeah.
3: No. That's true. We, yes. we have the midfield depth. He's just gonna ride the wave the whole rest of the season. No he,
1: so, so that way, so that way, we'll go into the playoffs. We'll be in the in the hey, semis. We'll be in the semis, and he'll and he'll get it right before that.
0: Doesn't it reset the it playoffs? Resets
1: yeah. playoffs. He's just I, reset Don uh, Garber will screw us somehow. <laughs> he will be like, you know what? Everybody else is reset except for this guy right here because of the way you started the season.
0: We'll have a uh, – what's his face? Alan is it Alan Kelly? Alan Chapman. Allen Chapman. Oh, Alan Chapman. Don't As get a And I'll be like, oh, you have four yellow cards in the regular season and stop. You your fifth one buddy. I'm going to roll. Boom, 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 In the same game. You're, oh. you're, you're, you're done. That would happen to us, wouldn't it?
1: Um, yeah, Alan Chapman walks in that stadium to officiate a playoff game for us again. He's not walking out of that stadium before the game starts. I'll just tell you that.
0: <laughs> it's I. It's true. If it's if the stadium is not filled with a bunch of casuals and they hear the name announced over the pa of like when they say the referees
1: wow. I can I could just even tell you when we're warming up when they're warming up everybody's going through their stretches and I see that bald-headed stick running back and forth yeah. <laughs>
0: I that's not a feeling I want to go through again I had the same feeling when I was watching Chelsea play earlier today because it was Anthony Taylor mm-hmm. Chelsea. I was like mm-hmm. oh Dear Lord, I don't want him to go through this. But hey,
1: but he actually called you guys a good match today, I'm not gonna lie.
0: Yeah, it was it was okay. I mean, the red card was deserved. Dan James yeah. it,
1: That was really a red card.
0: Yeah, so if you're trying to argue against it, I don't know what you're on about. Um but I I was ready for govicic to be given a red for that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Surprised to see a red pulled out. In a Chelsea match with Anthony Taylor repping, and it wasn't in Chelsea.
1: Hey, new year, new Anthony Taylor. So hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I just, I, I just have to hope it. I don't because I think um, what's his name, Michael Oliver, is officiating North London Derby tomorrow. So I'm, I'm done for. Okay. Yeah, done for.
0: I, I'm staying on the off topic topic here. But did you see the video? I think it was Jurgen Klopp in a press conference, and John Moss announced he was retiring. And some reporter told him it's a ref in the Premier League. Um, and, and he was like, oh, is he really good? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's how it should be. That's a really good thing. Uh, man
1: so, last thing based on that, and it can kind of tie into the MLS too, we're hearing this thing with a lot of these officials that are retiring that are just gonna go into VAR and continue to influence the game. So say Alan Chapman five years from now decides he retires but now he's just one of the head a- you know VAR officials for the matches. Did that really change anything or did things just get worse?
2: It's It's like a, when uh, in like the Star Wars when a Jedi becomes a ghost they get more power. Uh, yeah, I don't want that.
1: <laughs> uh, imagine Alan Chapman in charge of the officiating like the, uh, the AR reviews and everything
0: no. I kill mean, me now you, you can say it gets worse but does it really though because he's just the one telling the ref well why are we still I'm talking time? about this fucking donut
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> then, uh, is that all we got to talk about for today we just kind of bantered on for the last five minutes I fucking hate that guy
3: <laughs> I I fucking life no, talking about it.
0: It was a mix of Anthony Taylor, Michael Oliver. <laughs> I and hate um, all of them. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's fair. Yeah, uh, it's fair. Uh, ref
2: belongs on OBT. Let's leave it at that. Like, <laughs> yeah, we should, Whoever uh, it happens to be.
0: We should invite Anthony Taylor oh, to be the ref for Chelsea Arsenal when they come here. And then we gotta <laughs> bring VAR into that game and have Michael Oliver as a VAR.
1: No. <laughs> that just sounds like
0: hell. Yeah, I. I can't imagine. Um, I think uh, that's just about it for this episode.
1: Yeah. Um, make sure you follow us on our social media.
0: Oh, gosh. Yeah, we didn't even do lineups or predictions. Yeah. All right. uh, lineups. We'll give predictions. The one we always see. That's our um,
1: Yeah. I'm um, going to go 2-1.
3: Orlando.
1: No.
0: Right. Okay. <laughs> in we lost 4-1. So,
1: yeah, but I'm never not gonna not going to say we're going to win a game.
0: Yeah, that's how it should be. Um, I'm going to go kind of close to the opposite of our last result in Canada, and I'm going to go with a 3-1 win.
3: I'm saying 3-0. I'll
2: go 1-0 just because I think we'll try to control the game and... Uh... Yeah, I I think we can control. I think that's a game we can control. I think we can get the 50th, 60th minute goal and just kind of, not necessarily coast, but control the game.
3: There you go. I I think our attack's going to continue to build more and more in these next couple games. I think Carr might get on a little run. And I think... Johnson's just gonna have little ominous.
0: Yeah, he's gonna have that yeah. boy in his pocket. <laughs> yeah. I don't think any of us would be mad at that. Um, none of us would also be mad at you following us on our socials at OC Fan TV on Instagram, at OC Fan TV twenty two on Twitter, and uh, what is OC Fan TV on TikTok? And nice. if you're watching us right now, you're obviously watching us on our YouTube. Uh, and if you're listening to us, you're on our Spotify or Apple podcast or Google podcast or
1: however podcasts your view, you you, you consume your podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Um, you should stay tuned to all of those because we're going to we're working on trying to get watch along uh, streams put together for some of these away matches. So since we can't use Tin Roof for these next couple, we're still going to do the watch along thing and try to get those along. So stay posted to see that That was
0: good talking to you boys as always and uh, we'll see you on the next one
3: yeah thank you mitch oh
2: mitch sounds good appreciate it. hey i like being a friend of the show it's a good time yeah
0: all right we'll talk to you guys later Vamos.
2: Vamos.